Welcome to the Capstone Cast, where we cast thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch. I'm Walt Tanner, and this is Sarah Ellen Edwards, and this is episode four. Welcome to the fourth episode. Hey, guess what, Walt? What's that, Sarah Ellen? You can find us now on your podcast app. Isn't that exciting? So excited, I can't contain myself. We feel really legit. Too legit to quit. I wonder how many other actual podcasts there are out there. How many podcasts are there in the world? Unlike iTunes. Like, are we like one in like two million? I don't know. That sounds like a good research question. Yeah, we'll let you know next episode. We'll talk to our um, our co- research team, our co-producer, and, and we'll find out. Who is our co-producer, Sarah Ellen? Our co-producer is none other than the Katie Rice. Uh, if y'all don't know, Katie Rice has uh, pretty much built all of our content into this and gives us feedback. And so if you're like, hey, I really enjoy that. If you see Katie Rice or you know Katie Rice, make sure you tell her. She's pretty amazing. Like, I like to say that Walt's the tech guy and I'm kind of the brains, but really, Katie's the brains. True. It's the truth. True. Well, she's more the creative. She is very creative. You're the brain. You get all of our stuff together, and she's the creative that gives you the idea. She does give me, and, and it's I good. put And I make it online. Yes. That's and it. Walt literally shows up and puts it online. That's how he rolls. That's what I do. All right. So, big props to Katie Rice. Um, thanks to her, we're putting out lots of episodes right now, which is super exciting. So... If you don't know, we are releasing an episode every other Friday, but you can follow our social media during the week for lots of fun things that we'll put out there. We want to hear from you guys, and we're going to post questions, we're going to post hilarious things, we're going to get on stories and show you stuff. So um, I hope you guys liked our giveaway. Hopefully, it was super cool and fun, and hopefully we surpassed our numbers at this point that we put out there. If we're really honest, we are doing this before we find out how many reviews we, we actually have. So we don't know if I was right or Sarah Lynn. We right. can't fake it. We can't fake this time warp yeah. thing. We can't do it. So here's what we still do need from you guys. When you get on the podcast player, we still need your reviews. So there's if you go and you find the Capstone cast, if you scroll down past the episodes, it'll say write a review if you'll click on that if you if you've never written a review before you're gonna have to like create a little profile it's not hard you just got to make a little nickname for yourself make a little nickname give us a, a review and tell us a little bit about it that just brings the, the podcast to other people's attention that we may not necessarily be able to reach through social media or any other way that we currently have so it just helps us find other people who might want to listen um, we also would love for you to share on social media if you just screenshot yourself listen to the episode post it in your stories post it on your feed tag us in it you can tag Walt, you can tag me, you can tag the Capstone, at CapstoneCast. That's awesome. That's going to help us out. That might be a future giveaway. There you People go. share it on social media. Yeah, you give us a share. You know what? We're going to make it this giveaway, this this time right here. We're just going to be, we're just, you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. We're going to have another giveaway. She's got the D. You get a card, and you get a card, <laughs> and you get a card. That's not, pretty accurate. We're, we're not giving away cars. We're giving away cards. cards. Those things. We'll that send you, you a thank you card. Card. <laughs> and uh, we're feeling generous, so we're going to give away a gift card to Chick Fil A. Ooh, Christian chicken. The Christian, Can't go wrong. The, the Christian chicken, right there. There you go. So who has gluten free options? Really? They do. Ugh. I, I'm sad that I know that. I know people really struggle with being gluten free. I don't like being gluten free. I have to be gluten free, or else my hands fall apart from eczema. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Well, there you go. A little insight into Sarah Ellen's hands. If I seem a little angrier these days, it's because I haven't had Chick-fil-A the way I want to have it in a long time. Mm. All right. So we want your reviews. We want you to share on social media. You know what that made me think of right there? Job. Did it? Job. There's actually, there's sin in your life. My lack of. (laughs) Not being able to, not being able to have Chick-fil-A. 
I'm it's sure like, they're sending it my is, life. It is the modern day Job story. It, it that is. That you can't have Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I could make a list of all the things that I don't get to have right now. Mm. And it would sound very... Jobish. 2018 Jobish. Yes. Right. We don't want to go there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to repent as soon as we finish recording. Okay. All right. All right. We need your reviews. We want you to share on social media. And we want you to subscribe. Because what's more delightful than it's Friday, you open up your pie class player, and there's an episode from us. Every Boom. other Friday. Every other Friday. Right Every there. Every other Friday. So, new giveaway is if going we, to be, if you share, if you screenshot and you share on social media, hashtag CapstoneCast. You're going to have to hashtag it or we won't find it. We're going to do, we'll probably... We'll post it on social media. Y'all yeah, don't worry. We'll, let, we'll let you know who wins. We'll you got to be wins. following us on social media. You got to follow us. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting stuff. We're just, just we act like we're getting paid for this because we're well, not. So, hey, this is that, fun. That's what I was going to say. So, here's the deal we're every other week. If we get sponsors, we'll go every week. So, if there's sponsors who would like to get a shout out um, to the yes. tens of 10 people who watch uh, and listen, then. Uh, Wait a minute, you know. said 15 last time. Yeah. To the 15 to 15 people who... Maybe. Listen. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here we go. Let's get started with this week's episode. So remember, each week we try to do three segments um, and just kind of break it up in that, again, with thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch. So uh, last episode, we did thumbs up, thumbs down segment. Got a huge response. And so uh, we're going to continue with that. We're going to start with our thumbs up, thumbs down segment. So mm-hmm. I've got one that happened to me this morning. Ooh. Okay. Juicy. Let's go. Yes. Thumbs up, thumbs down, flesh-colored yoga pants. True story. Looked over, thought the chick didn't have any pants on. Flesh-colored yoga pants. They weren't the black, where you can see all the cat hair and dog hair. <laughs> no, this was flesh. So I was like, what? Did you, why, where, was, why is where, she, where was it? Where were you? Planet Fitness. Oh, well. She's wearing yoga pants, which doesn't leave much to the imagination, but then you add flesh color to it, and you're yeah. just like, that's a whole other level of not good. So I'm going to tell you, I'm thumbs down on flesh colored. Really anything. I'm not a big fan of flesh colored things. I might get roasted for this. I'm not a person who's like, I can wear whatever I want because I'm a girl, and you're a dude, and you should just turn your eyes away. I'm not I'm not that person. I'm like, a, we should respect our dude's eyes, and we should cover ourselves up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Although, I'm going to wear a bathing suit at the beach. I'm, I don't know. If she was at the gym, no. if you were going to tell me she was at TJ Maxx, I would be like, burnt. No. If she was <laughs> at the gym... Maybe it's the only one she could afford. No. I see her there all the time. She okay. has other pants. It's not her, she's, not, she's got other pants. She's not homeless and she's okay. She, she's not struggling. She's not struggling. I can't do a firm thumbs down on this. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I oh. can't go firm thumbs well, down. Well, last episode, we only disagreed one time. So I think this is 1.5. Right, we'll go 1.5. Last time it was about men wearing visors, which I'm totally fine with. And Walt is very much against. No, these football coaches who wear visors. Mm. Okay. All right. This one's going to hit close to home. All right. I already know how you feel about it, but I have lots of feelings about it. Flip flops and jeans. Thumbs up because that's exactly what I'm wearing right now. I have an issue with it. I ha- it falls in the same category as Ugg boots and shorts. Like what? This is another one Walt doesn't do very well. Short sleeves and a fleece vest. That is heavenly. Keeps your core warm, but you got the flexibility of having freedom in your arms. And I was validated in this because I did this before I saw this, but Chip gains does this as well 
And so anything Chip Gaines does, I'm a follower of. And so Chip Gaines, where he okayed it and validated it for me. So I am there as well. I wish we were a TV show right now so you could see all the facial expressions that I just made in that last statement. First of all, Chip Gaines is not Jesus. I know you all want to love him forever, but... He's hilarious. That's great, but he's not a fashion icon. But he does what I like to do. He tears Okay, he tears I'm just going to go ahead and, and tell you them. that I'm down on flip-flops and jeans simply because flip-flops... Sometimes your flip-flops look gross, dudes. If you took better care of your flip-flops, I might be okay with it. But what I'm seeing is gross flip-flops that have been to Panama City and probably in like bathrooms at rest stops and you probably had them for 15 years and you're wearing them with jeans to work. That uh, I take issue with that. <laughs> I take issue with that. All right. So so duly noted. So we disagree on that. Yes. All big right. time. Man, so this one we are disagreeing a lot. We are. All right. We're up to three here, disagreements. Here now. we go. The new Colonel Sanders commercials. <laughs> I'm a big thumbs up. I think they're hilarious. I'm thumbs up too. They're so funny. And I'm always like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be this time? You know, time? when they brought Reba in, <laughs> and Reba as Colonel Sanders, it was just a whole nother level of good. It was so good. Because how do you feel about Reba McIntyre? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for Reba for me too. All American Love woman. Her. She could run for I'm gonna president. I'm going to tell you that. My husband knows every words to um, fancy. fancy. Oh my gosh. Every word to it. Fancy. Love it. I was seeing it in the car the other day. And my there's kids nothing were like, like there's nothing like child prostitution to, to, to be able like to support it. your family. You got to do what you got to do here. Um, right. Also, they talk about your favorite insect, roaches. So oh, that All is right. one of the things Chip Gaines did that I would never do. He ate a roach on an episode of Fixer Upper, and I was like, that is gross. Mm, okay, so apparently Chip Gaines can do some wrong. Mm. All right, next one. This one also hits close to home. People who forget your birthday. How do you feel about people who forget your birthday, Walt? <laughs> Funny story. Um, you know, Betsy and I dated uh, twice. We call round one, round two. Mm -hmm. The reason we stopped dating round one was I forgot her birthday. Mm. So I am not really good at what you would call remembering. I really honestly don't even remember my kids' birthdays. My wife yells at me for that for a lot. But especially for the younger ones, there's only been like three or four of them. So, I mean, it's not like there's been a lot of days that I've celebrated their birthdays. Okay. So people who forget birthdays, obviously I'm going to put thumbs up because I'm one of them. <laughs> I used to, I had a rule. Um, I think it was just to protect my heart. Where the only people that I, if I want you to know my birthday, I'm going to pump my birthday up. Like I don't expect you to just know it. But when my birthday is written on your calendar in your office, and I have worked as your assistant for an entire year, I do expect you to remember my birthday. I used to just say my husband and my mom. That's all I need to hear happy birthday from. My husband and my mom. You widen that out and, sh and let you down. Whoever I, I that widened that out to a few friends mm. who this guy didn't remember at all. Meanwhile, the other guy that I work for, the lovely Chris Barano, FaceTimed me. Well, he loves birthdays. Like That's his thing. That's his jam. But you know, he was on a trip with teenagers. He wasn't I, even in the office I, to look at the calendar. I am not even saying that I am okay. Like that I that I was, like I am, I'm bad. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So in future, I used to say, I'm doing a podcast with my, I said I wasn't going to call him my pastor because it didn't sound like super churchy and that's not fun. I wasn't going to say, I'm doing a podcast with my pastor um, and me. Now, I was 
I moved to saying, I'm doing a podcast with my friend Walt and me. Now I'm just going to say, I'm doing a podcast with this guy, Walt. Hey, because I, I, I can't. I thought that what I just gave you for your birthday. Yeah, I'm still a little bitter. I, I, little you bit. couldn't tell. I mean, <laughs> you you can't tell you're bitter at all. I mean, you're not holding that grudge at all. I've just taken the bar. It was here. And I just put it right down here for next. There year. are other things that I do very well. That is not one of them. I apologize. I let you down there. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. I'm glad we have this. All right. Forever. So, just welcome to our counseling session of the podcast of uh, Captain Cast. <laughs> All right. Um, the last one for me, uh, Doctor Thunder. Really? Are you flipping kidding me? I'm not flipping kidding you. As a Doctor Pepper enthusiast, like I have, I have swag all over my office. You think I would take a knockoff brand and be okay with that? All right. I'm, I'm okay. Another, with- by the way, Chip and JoJo are in oh, Waco. Oh, we know. We know, okay. Another great product of Waco, Texas. <laughs> is Dr. Eight, Pepper. 1889. Oh, God. Is Dr. Pepper. Now it's time for history with Walt Tanner about yes. Dr. Pepper on the Capstone. Yes. If I, I, I do want to go to Waco, and maybe we'll do a simulcast from Waco, Texas. And from we'll, the Dr. Pepper Museum. From the Dr. Pepper Museum. That would be awesome. Um, I love Dr. Pepper. It is my favorite soft drink of choice. However, I did not grow up getting to drink soft drinks. So Neither when I. I got a soft drink, I didn't care what it looked like. I mm. didn't care if it was Dr. Thunder, Dr. Whatever. I didn't I didn't care. Mr. Pepper. Oh, God. Like, yeah. whatever. All those are horrible. Any of them, I was happy to pour it down my throat. Because usually I was at youth group, and so they were buying us, like, the knockoff brand anyways. See, that, as a youth pastor, I refused to buy the knockoff I, brand. I refused to buy the knockoff brand. If you want to know where all your tithe money went... When yes. he was a youth pastor, it was because he was buying name brand Coke products. Eight to the minute. Well, back then a two liter was like ninety nine cents or eighty nine cents. Now it's like a dollar. Now you got to have a card that says you get the sale. All right, my last one. This holiday is coming up in the next month, Halloween. It doesn't happen to be my favorite holiday, but I want to know how do you feel about families who coordinate Halloween costumes? Like mom, dad, kids. Even just the kids, if the mom and dad don't participate. But how do you feel about families to coordinate Halloween costumes? Uh, this is one of the ones, like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm not going to hate on you if you do. Are you impressed by it? Or are you, like, going, what are they doing? Uh, a little bit of, like, eh, you got a little bit much time on your hands. Okay. Like, if you're sitting there thinking and planning all that out. And if I offended you, I apologize. But it's just not my thing. It's not your thing. But I give it thumbs up. Like, I give you swag just for the... the Okay. I give you points for, for the effort. We didn't celebrate Halloween. Halloween's my least favorite holiday. Like, I just don't like it. Um, I didn't grow up loving it. To me, it's associated well, with all I mean, things scary. If so you I like the like devil's it. birthday, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> so, I, uh, my husband used to work third shift. And so, if he was not working, then we would do a little something. But if he was working, which ha- I feel like happened to be my eldest first three Halloween's like I don't feel like he was around for any of those Halloween's so we didn't really celebrate it and I managed to make it until my oldest child was five years old before they knew that Halloween was like really a thing and people gave you candy and in fact that year someone came to our door and knocked on the door and was like why, why are they here and I locked eyes with my husband like this is a make it or break it moment for us and I went they want candy and my son went they want our candy and I looked at Jeff and Jeff's like Yep, they want our candy. And so we made our eldest child, and really the and Anna too, 
not like Halloween because they thought it was a holiday where kids, people just came to get your candy. Like they didn't realize you went to the store and bought extra candy to give it out. They just thought they were here to raid your cabinets. So it's like the purge. They were like totally they, against it. They, for came, one they came to purge you of all your yeah. candy. Then they, um, then my oldest child ended up going to school and learned all about Halloween and how glorious it can be. So we've been celebrating Halloween since then. And I don't have to carry a you kid anymore. You celebrate Halloween like daily because um, of your son. Oh, Beck is like a character every yeah. day of the week. So yeah. he, he literally dresses up daily as something. He comes, like I've given it up. Like he comes to church like Indiana Jones. I don't even care. Just come to church, you know? Anyways, I am living for the day when my kids will finally consent to like, let's do a thing. Last year, I thought I had it in the bag. My youngest. Wait, so you want to be that family. I do want to be that family. <laughs> My youngest, and I don't want to spend a lot of money. Does Jeff know this? Yeah, he does. He mm-hmm. does know this. Last year, my youngest was like all about Frozen, and so she was going to be Elsa. I went to TJ Maxx and found a dress for like three bucks. Super easy. So, she had a dress. We already had an Olaf costume because I buy like off the clearance rack from Halloween the year before, and then I give them to my kids as Christmas presents as like dress-up clothes. Genius. So, we already had an Olaf, and then I thought, I can make you look like that, you know, Kristoff guy, easy peasy. Like, I can just tear up some clothes and you look just like him. Wear some boots. So, I was like, we're going to do this. And then, like, literally five days before Halloween, my daughter goes, I just really want to be a spider mom. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then my oldest goes, yeah, I just really want to be a pirate. <laughs> and because we have so many costumes, I didn't have to spend, I mean, they can right. be a spider. You've already got them. You've already got them. <sighs> so, I'm I'm trying again this year. Like, I'm we're already kind of talking about different choices we could be. I really want to do it. So, I'm thumbs up on families that do the Halloween costume right. thing. Well, how did we do on that one? Um, we disagreed a lot more today. All right. You know what? We have good days and bad days as a team. It's all fine. All right. Moving right along. All right. So, now we're heading into our uh, everyday gospel segment. Uh, again, we want to talk about um, the idea of going, what is it like to be a missionary where you work, live, and play? And so, really for 10 years at Capstone, that's a, that's a saying we've been saying, and um, we've noticed some people who do that, and... Uh, the cool thing is, is that we are a church just as a hangout on Sunday, but it really ha- takes this mentality of going, hey, uh, we're the church gathered, which is biblical and important, but we're also called to be the church scattered. Um, so Sarah Ellen um, sat down with one of our folks and uh, and asked them some questions about what's it like to be a missionary where you work, live, and play. Yeah, so I sat down and talked to Jacob Wilson, who is an attender here at Capstone. He's a partner. And I had just heard some different things from people like... He does this and he does this. And I was really intrigued because um, the things he does are kind of out of the box for an adult his age, I would say. Like many adults his age are just focused on career. They're just focused on this. And he really does take his time to spend with other people. So one of the things he does is he's a FIKE mentor. And FIKE stands for Fountain Inn Kid Enrichment Center. And that is an after-school program that started at Capstone and then came out from under Capstone. It's its own nonprofit organization now. It's a mentoring organization. Um, and we also have an after-school program that goes along with it. But he has been a fight mentor, for, and he couldn't remember how long. He's like, I'm pretty sure it's been two years, maybe three. <laughs> but he's had the same kid the whole time. And first of all, that is a feat. because yeah, that's not easy. It's not easy to have the same kid for that long. Um, and as I was talking to him, we were just doing this on the phone on Friday night. He's like, I'm actually on my way right now to go get him and take him to the high school football game because he's always wanted to go. And so he was just taking him to the high school football game. So he spends time with him every week and he just thinks that's really important to take your time and use it well. And he kept bringing that up. Like I've got time and I love people. And so this is what I'm going to do with my time so that I can hang out with people. So he 
mentors this little guy, and this little guy has never had a steady male figure in his life. And he, Jacob said, you know, I know he's not technically fatherless, but, like, I take it to heart that, like, he doesn't have that father figure in his life. And so I feel like I'm kind of stepping into that role for him and being that father figure that he's missing. So that's one thing that Jacob does that I'm really impressed with, and I think other people are too. Another thing that I heard, and I kind of baited him, I was like, I, a little birdie told me <laughs> that on Sunday afternoons, you just show up at the park and like play like a pickup game of basketball. He's like, yeah, he's like, I've been doing that for a little while. And um, again, it's just, he pointed out, I just love people, and I just want to use my time well. I want to be a good steward of the time I have. So he shows up at a couple, he's done it at a couple of different parks just in town in Fountain Inn. He's taken a couple of guys with him that are friends with him. And he said it's really cool because you get to hang out with people that you wouldn't normally hang out with, like at work or at church. He's like, it just opens up a whole new group of people to me that I wouldn't normally get to hang out with. And, you know, we've always invited them to church and they ha- nobody's come, but I think it's still important that we show up every week and we do go to church and we do love Jesus, but we're still showing up here every week and just playing this game of basketball with you. And he said one day um, a little girl uh, that was a daughter of one of the guys he was playing with um, I think got bit by an ant. And so he was, they were just kind of chilling, talking while they dealt with this ant bite. And, um, he was able to share the gospel with the little girl because she was like, I mean, you know, little kids just kind of ask questions out of the blue. And she was like, what happens, you know, what happens when you die? I think they had had a death either in their family or something mm. close to them. And he was able to share with her, like, what happens when you die? If you love Jesus. I thought it was going to go, why did God create fire ants? <laughs> because they are, they are surely from the devil. Amen. <laughs> Um, but the mom even came over and said, like, thank you for sharing that with her because she's posed the same question to me. And I was like, uh, (laughs) so he was able to step into that gap and, you know, answer that question with confidence to that little girl. Um, another thing he does, and I work with Jacob in doing this, we both serve in our student ministry, which is called edge here at Capstone with our middle school and high school students. And I asked him how he got to be a leader. And he was like, you know, we tried, I tried doing something on Sunday morning, but it just wasn't a good fit for me. This seemed like a better fit. And he was like, you know, I really love hanging out with the guys. I believe he's with high school guys, like ninth and 10th grade guys. Um, and he's been doing it. I know he did it at least last year and he's back again this year, but he said specifically for him, you know, that middle school and high school time was a hard time and to have, he is basically feels like he is being somebody to these kids that potentially he didn't have it that time in his life. And so he's like, not only maybe they didn't have somebody, but I've walked through this already. I've already walked this road and um, I just want to be there. Like, I just want to be available to these guys. So um, he just feels like it's important to show up for them, to help them lay a foundation that maybe they'll come back to you later. Like maybe nothing happens right now and that's fine. But that he showed up week after week after week for these guys. will just be something that comes back to them later and, he just kind of finished by saying, you know, what the sharing the gospel where you work, live, and play means to me is just loving people because that's what Jesus did and just showing up, being a good steward of my time, being available to people because that's what Jesus did too. And I was well, like, amen and amen. And that's the main thing I think we, we miss a lot of times is understanding that being a missionary is just being, people being having access but understanding the even in Africa, the access to the gospel is that's the whole point. So whether it's in Africa and teaching people who've never heard, or whether it's in the ballpark playing basketball with someone, or whether it's with hanging out with students, it's the idea that the gospel is access, accessible through all of us, but we have to be there. Yeah. And so 
if we're not there, and so, you know, for Jacob, that's huge. I mean, he's there for whether it's for his fight mentor, or whether for a high school student, or whether for a little girl who asks questions at a basketball court. You know, we have to be there. That's why Jesus says, you know, be in the harvest, you know, because the harvest is going to want to know when they're ready and ripe that we would hopefully have the answers and be able to point them in the right direction. So I think that's key. And I think we have to remember that it's not the idea that, you know, Jacob has it all figured out. I think he would tell you he doesn't. He's not perfect, but he's there and he's he's trying to be an example for some for some other folks. And I think it makes a huge impact. And again, just being there is, is it really is just showing up. And, yep. and from there, it, stuff happens and God moves. And, and it's not the idea that you got to know every Bible verse or you got to know every, answer to every question. It's just just being there for people. So the, the question is, what can you do? Uh, you know, again, it's not adding more stuff to your plate. It's just going, hey, here, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I enjoy. Here's, here's where I can see God using me. Um, and then just being accessible, building some relationships, uh, using your time, talents, and treasures for the kingdom. And, and that's what it really looks like to be um, an everyday an everyday missionary, sharing the gospel where you work, live, and play. That's right. All right, so if you know somebody who's doing this and you want to share their story with us, if you would just pop us over, pop over onto Instagram and leave a comment or leave it in our DMs, or you can email us at capstonecast at gmail.com. You don't even have to necessarily tell their whole story. You can just say, hey, I got this friend. This is their name, and they're doing this, and we can track them down. We can follow up with them and get the whole story from them. So just stay tuned. We got a couple more people that we're going to be sharing their stories of how they do this. And again, this is not for you to look at them and go, I'm going to do exactly those things, but it's just for you to look at where you are right now, where God's placed you right now, and what can you do right where you are. All right? All right. Last segment. That was a loud all right. Sorry. So you've heard Walt say this, so I'm not saying anything that he wouldn't say, but he never went to seminary. And I'm going to tell you that when I tell some people that, they are like, what? Acts 4.13. And that's what we claim. Acts Plain, ordinary men who've been with Jesus. <laughs> yes. And I will say he's probably read and studied more than anybody else. But we're not talking about how great he is. We want to see if we can stump him today is what we're here to do. We just want to stump him. Okay? I'm going to be real honest. Um, without my books or the things that I look up, because if I don't know what answer, I look it up. And so there's a good chance you're going to stump me today. So we got some Bible trivia questions, and we're going to see if Walt can answer them. I think he's going to get them. I have faith in him. <laughs> <clears throat> I've literally just yanked these right off the internet. And I'm actually going to see if I know the answers, too. All right. Not that I'm more well-versed in the Bible than you are, but I did go to Christian college. See, so you've taken more, actually, Christian courses than I have. All right. No, but you were a royal ambassador. That's right. As a royal ambassador, I'll do my best. I won't do the whole pledge for you, but anyway, go ahead. You won't do the whole pledge for us? Oh, we we don't have time for that nonsense. That's the best part. Okay. Um, This is from the Old Testament. When Samuel picked David as king, God reminded us that while people look at the outward appearance, what does God look at? The inner. (laughs) Let me give you some choices. Our attitude, (laughs) not our belly buttons. Is it our motives, our attitude, our work done on earth, or our heart? Uh, I would say our heart. Ding, ding, ding. Good answer. Okay. What is the last book of the Old Testament? Malachi. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Oh. How many books of the Bible are there? Not your turn. My turn. No. Uh, the very last verse, God reminds us how very important it is to love our family. I need to tell my kids that one. In Malachi? In Malachi. The last verse of Malachi. All right. How many times did God call out to young Samuel in the night that he was lying down in the house of the Lord? Uh, I really have no idea, but I'm going to guess three. It's four. Four? Yeah. That's that's not a that's not a biblical it's number. It's not a biblical number. Like three, seven. The Lord pulled a fast one on you there. Twelve, forty. Yeah. 
All right. After Jesus was baptized, baptized, God said, this is my son whom I am well pleased. Okay. Give me one word that means that. Satisfied. Mike Breen just preached on this. Dude. He said, this is my son who I'm well pleased. This is my son. If you're well pleased with your son, how do you feel about him? What's that emotion? Proud. Mm. (laughs) If I say the choices, you're going to get it. Love. Love. This is who I love. Yeah, who I love. Okay. One more. What instrument did David play? Um, The harp. Bonus answer. Who did he play it for? Which king? Uh, Got no idea. King. Come on, the king he played it for. Saul? Yes. Good okay. job. I Good didn't job. I didn't hint with any hand motions. I didn't want you to think that's what was happening during that long pause. I just was like urging him to think harder. Okay. <laughs> she caused me to dig. I did. I was like, come on, think deep. So how did I do? Did you think you I got satisfied? One, two. Those were kind of those were like kind of ambiguous questions. You got three after Jesus was baptized. That one, I'm kinda mm, you didn't get all my hints about the word love, which I feel a little more disappointed about. So. I did not feel feel like that was love, okay. but I want to be like, how do you feel about your sons? And you're like, proud. No. Okay. So if you got some more Bible trivia questions you want to give us and try to stump Walt or me or both of us, you could do that. You could try to stump both of us. How many years between Malachi and Matthew? If I had my Bible, I could tell you because it's written there. I wrote that down. I'm sure you said it from the stage I have, and I wrote it down. I have. I have it in my Bible in big letters. Okay. See, we need our Bibles. We do. We do. Okay. We're all done. That wraps up this fourth episode of the Capstone Cast, you guys. So we want to hear from you. What thoughts, theories, and tales do you have about our thoughts, theories, and tales? Other than we're crazy. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Instagram at CapstoneCast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And make sure you tell all of your friends about us. And don't forget, we've got a Chick-fil-A giveaway for those of you that hashtag capstan cast screenshot yourself listening to it tell us what you do while you're listening to it maybe please be appropriate nothing inappropriate don't be inappropriate especially if you wear flesh colored yoga pants or visors if you're a man (laughs) we have strong feelings about that all right well we will catch you later catch you later